Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening to everybody. Welcome back to the part of this feed, as I think it's called, or there's never any food of the big interview where I have the privilege of ESPN allowing me to write, uh, read the columns that I write for them. And I'll start by saying, I hope you took time on an admittedly tumultuous football weekend to watch Spain's Super Cup. Not because it was the best of classicals, really. For any neutral, it was too one-sided to be utterly thrilling. But there was enough good football in there, sometimes very, very good football in there, to pay you back if you were a neutral. But if you were a Barca fan, there were plenty of indications as to why Xavi has been using rather puzzling uh, tactics over the last few months, certainly since the beginning of this season. The team has changed compared to having Aubameyang able to run behind and his technical skills compared to having Lewandowski, who's a goal machine, averaging very nearly a goal per match since he joined from Bayern Munich. And often it's been the case this season that Barcelona have looked a bit disjointed, a bit of a take a goal chance and then defend like hell. And that's been a change, not only from what Barcelona's characteristics have been over the last 20 years, but occasionally it's been hard to see precisely why it is that Xavi's tactics as a coach are sometimes, and I emphasise sometimes, significantly different from the brand of football he espoused when he was a player. Those points are not criticisms and You have to take into account that over in this country, particularly in this neck of the woods in Catalonia, there's extreme sensitivity about any perceived change in team shape, playing idea, tactics. And while Barcelona have been winning, but often a little bit less pleasing on the eye, and then vulnerable in Europe, extremely vulnerable in Europe, in each of the last two Champions League groups. And also at a time when many people have, not just despaired, but being very critical of the way they've assembled lots of financial gizmos to get them out of the straitjacket that they're in. I think a much more critical eye has been turned to the product and the pitch, and not unfairly at all. However, on Sunday night in the Supercopa against a very sluggish Real Madrid, not only did things click, but it was it was possible to see the way in which Xavi understands that he can blend almost everything that he was educated about as a kid growing up at Barca with the new demands that are placed on the team because of tactics that opponents will use and also blend with the fact that Robert Lewandowski is a striker who needs the ball to feet, he can't be asked to chase, 
he's not a striker who can drop back 30, 40 metres like Ben Saman and then turn and sprint and be up with the play again. It's a different brand of football while you've got Lewandowski on your team, I would argue. And on Sunday, I would also argue that the team, Lewandowski and Xavi, showed how that can work. So, in any case, you'll have your own views if you watched. And and this this column is aimed both at people who saw the game and those who weren't able to watch it. And it begins like this. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. If you go over to Rio Ferdinand's social media, Twitter to be specific, You'll discover him retweeting a UK TV clip from Spain's Supercopa on Sunday where Barcelona dismantled Real Madrid 3-1 to win Xavi's first Camp Nou trophy as a coach. The world-class former Manchester United sweeper announced the Xavi impact is here. I know what this feels like. Respect. And then he added a series of distraught crying emojis. His tweet refers to an undulating 44-pass move, including every single one of Barcelona's players, Marc-Andre Tarstegen too, when, with 14 minutes left, the Blaugrana are 3-0 up and ESPN's own Steve McManaman on Cocoms yelps, Madrid aren't even laying a glove on them. That metronomic shuttled possession only ended when Rodrigo, understandably frustrated, sides through Busquets for a foul which, in fairness, should probably have been booked, but wasn't. The inference 
is that Rio Ferdinand recognises what Carlo Ancelotti's men in white were going through, having himself lost two Champions League finals in the space of 24 months to Pep Guardiola's Barca, who, as Sir Alex Ferguson memorably put it, would pass you to death. The irony is that the rest of the match, particularly in some of the ways Barcelona unpicked the tired, sluggish Spanish champions, was a very distant cousin of that Guardiola side. Put frankly, several of Xavi's clever ideas would have been completely forbidden under the stern, philosophically unbending man who's now in charge at Manchester City. Post-match, Xavi admitted... The thing I will take away from this match, which satisfies me even more than lifting a trophy, is how we won. Well, here are three of the hows. Firstly, launching the ball long. Football, as you well know, is a constantly revolving hotbed of tactical concepts. Well-established but underused or even forgotten ideas which get dusted down and applied until too many people figure them out again and they become stale. Worst of all for those who like to innovate and thrill, the amount of computer and video-based tools available to analyse and break down systems of play mean that whatever a particular team is doing to impose themselves will, after not too long, have counter-remedies and asphyxiating strategies popping up on an increasingly regular basis. So the context for watching Marc-Andre Terstegen launch the ball long either from goal kicks or open play or free kicks needs to take into account that rivals no longer use the same strategies to oppose this Barca as they did back when it was run by Guardiola. And this Barca don't have the calibre of players of a young Xavi, Iniesta, Busquets, Villa, Piquet, Alves, Puyol, I could go on. Notwithstanding that, it's a stone-cold fact that back in the day, it would have been a cause of shock, horror, dizzy spells and temper tizzies amongst the coaching staff, players, media and fans if either a defender or keeper had been hoofing the ball down the pitch as Barcelona did in Saudi Arabia on Sunday. Please be clear here, this is not a criticism. It's a simple fact and it's written with respect. Last weekend, after beating Atleti 1-0 in Madrid, Xavi was kind enough to appear on our La Liga television post-match programme and I asked him about how the German keeper had been ordered in mid-match to kick long and look for the ball over Ronaldo's head for Dembele to chase. Not sounding wholly enchanted with the question, the Barcelona coach answered, you have to seek the space where it is. When Atleti pressed us so high up the pitch, the space was in behind and so we looked for that occasionally. Okay, a fair answer. But Sunday night against Madrid was an extension of the idea. Madrid neither pressed as high, nor were as athletically sharp as Atleti. Barcelona didn't have gaping space in behind into which they could launch the ball. But Ter Stegen still kicked long as a tactic, and it worked. What emerged was that Barcelona had been asked to challenge aerial against a taller, bigger side, and then to pounce on Madrid if they won possession. What that often looked like was man of the match Gavi at 1m73 leaping up against Militao at 1m86. Just one single example was in the 41st minute when Stegen lumped a free kick upfield and Gavi first beat Militao to the header and then, after Rudiger headed the loose ball back upfield again, the little Barcelona midfield sprinted, jumped and beat Benzema to it aerially. 
But competing in the air, though important, was not the key point of what Xavi asked his team to do. Barcelona's players to a man were like hungry dogs as soon as anybody made contact with the ball dropping out of the sky. They launched themselves after loose balls, 50-50 balls and, I think this will have given Xavi the most satisfaction, they unanimously believed that even if a Madrid player brought the ball down after a teammate had won an aerial challenge, that Madrid man could still be successfully pressed and robbed. Militao, Modric, Mondi, Cruz and Rudiger often had clean possession after Stegen or Arojo hoisted the ball downfield, but were then either bullied off the ball or rushed into making a pass which gifted possession away again. After he and his men lifted the trophy, Xavi explained, modern football is very rapid and in certain moments you have to play direct, even more so when you have Lewandowski in your team. So look, it's miles away from what was Guardiola's formula when he was in charge, but it is an adapted version of how vertically, i.e. directly, under Luis Enrique in 2014-15, Barcelona played when they won the treble. That tactic about using the long ball, so strange to see Barcelona using, heavily depends on point number two, the press. Again, what we saw in Saudi Arabia is a very distant cousin of the system Xavi played in. That idea, that Guardiola idea of pressing for a determinate number of seconds and then retrenching into a good defensive shape if you don't win the ball, doesn't compare with the idea that was so successful against Madrid in this final. It's arguable that not only will there be teams who are much more press resistant than the European champions were in Riyadh, Manchester United next month for example, but it's also arguable that Madrid once match-sharp and fully staffed, will be more resistant too. However, on this night, Xavi's tactic banked on Carlo Ancelotti's team being sluggish and unable to cope. Bingo. It's not the high, daring press from the front which Guardiola imposed. It's like little explosions of pressure all over the pitch whenever an opponent is dopey or is given a bad pass or dallies. And this concept thrives based on the ravenous hunger to compete for loose possession once the opponent is disrupted. The first and third goals are clear examples. For the 1-0 lead, Rudiger, who's just taken a blow to the head from Courtois' elbow when jumping to compete for a cross, is clearly still dizzy. Barcelona can see in that moment that Madrid's back four is hopelessly positioned. Carvajal is practically on the right touchline, Mondi practically on the opposing left touchline, and there's 25 metres of space between Rudiger and Militao. Barca's players know that if they win possession, then Madrid are split asunder like a ripe melon and desperately vulnerable. Now, football's a, football's a clash of ideas and moments and decisions. So when Courtois inadvisedly rolls the ball to the German, who's not fully at the races again, that causes Rudiger to give a horrible badly thought out pass to Camavinga when Mondi to his left is fully open and easy to find. Busquets presses the young Frenchman, wins a 50-50 where I think some referees might have blown for a foul. But from that point onwards, Dembele pounces, first time passes to Pedri, who then first time passes to Lewandowski and the pole takes the two quickest touches of his match to set up Gavi for 1-0. To quote Chabi again, 
That first goal was so rapid, so one touch, and it's something we've been working hard on, teaching them through videos. The decisive third goal was very similar. Ceballos, pressed pretty straightforwardly by Dembele, is over-ambitious in his pass infield to Militao. Gavi, by comparison, is immensely quick to see that the Brazilian is flat-footed. He races across and he wins a, a 40-60 challenge. But from there onwards, it's all simple, clean, quick passes until Pedri scores at the back post. On the subject of the press, there was more irony in that the only time Madrid really tried to match that pounce press action, it led to Barcelona's second goal. Busquets fed De Jong in midfield. The Dutchman let the ball run across his body so that the move stayed fluid and fast. But without doubt, it did look like he might be in danger of losing possession. Both Militao, right centre-back, and Carvajal, right back, surge forward in field. Where were Madrid's midfield at this point? But the two men got their timing and their positioning wrong so that a lunge pass from De Jong could stab the ball free for Gavi all on his own to lay the 2-0 goal on a plate for Lewandowski. Conclusion? It's a great art when it works, the press. But it's a fine art. And it's not for the sluggish or the badly positioned. Finally, Barca's formation. People can argue what they like, and the debate rages in this city and in this part of Spain. But this performance from Barcelona was only very occasionally 4-3-3, another once sacrosanct philosophy at Barcelona. Sacrosanct meaning do not touch. While they were attacking, and in most phases in possession, Xavi's team were 3-4-3, because the other three defenders... Araujo, Koundé and Christensen held a straight line and Baldi moved up to play in midfield. But there's no question that, in shape, there were long periods in the second half when Barcelona, out of possession, were lined up 4-4-2. Now firstly, it's not a sin if it's the correct tactic for the moment. Secondly, there was a clear reason for Pedri being the one playing off Lewandowski up front in those phases... And that's because Dembele is taller and better in the air. So when Barcelona were required to compete for the ball played long from either keeper, the Frenchman stayed in midfield to add to Barcelona's jumping power. All in all, it meant that Barcelona were quite narrow, which means not as stretched out horizontally, making the pitch big. On a regular basis, they didn't have the traditional two wingers stretching the pitch wide, and they didn't look, shape-wise, like the majority of Blaugrana teams over the last 20 years. But hey, so what? The tactics were smart. They were appropriate for the rivals. They worked. And Xavi's team won. Rio Ferdinand, in that clip that he was promoting, saw old Barca. And he liked it. The rest of the match? Well, this was a distant cousin of old Barca. And it worked. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods 
for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com.